Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, the Joe Girardi Report is brought to you by Winters Brothers, Long Island's number one choice for waste removal and recycling services, and by Peerless Boilers, America's best-built boiler, online at peerlessboilers.com. Welcome in, Joe Girardi, as we do each week. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? All right, Joe. Joe, let me ask you this. Uh, you hit June. You're a little more than a third through your season. You're behind. You got April and May out of the way. You got the bad weather out of the way. You kind of, I would say, well, tell me, as a manager, you feel you know everything you need to know about your team by the time you hit June? What do you think when you hit June and you're a third of the way through, what's your thought as a manager? Well, how are you evaluating your squad? Uh, I think you know who your squad pretty much is. Um, I think you know who to put in certain situations and who not to. How many days in a row you, a guy can play before you need to get him a day off. I think you're really familiar with your club. And now it's just staying consistent and keeping everyone you know, rested and healthy. What do you think about? I mean, uh, do you are you looking to think about the next point is the All Star break? Are you thinking now we're into the heart of the season when you hit June and the weather turns and now it's pretty much baseball season? You're playing every day. Uh, the weather's not longer an issue. You know, the weather's nice every day. Uh, what, what, what's your what's your viewpoint from there? Let, let, you know, based on a. You know, I'm sure it changes based on where you are in the standings. But that aside, you know, you're a team that's two games out of first place or three games out of first place. What What are you thinking about at that point? Well, you're into the meat of your season. And to me, like, this month becomes even more important than before with the only the one trading deadline for me. And you're looking for consistency is what you're looking for. I think – a lot of times early in the season you're inconsistent because you can't get on the field every day. There's a lot of things, just funny things happen. You have rain delays, there's, you have rain outs, you have split double headers. You're looking for consistency, and I don't want a team that, you know, like wins out of 8 out of 10 and then a team that loses 8 out of 10. I want a team that consistently wins series, and that's what you're looking to do um, as you move forward and you get consistent work. Joe, can that guy who – is the star player who now a third of the season in is having a nightmare. Do you have to have the talk with him that you're not going to have your regular numbers or is it still early enough that with two thirds of a season, he can still have his season? Oh, I think he can still have a season. I think the important thing is that they don't try to make it up all in one day. That's the important thing. I think there are a lot of guys that have tough couple months and end up putting up big numbers. Um, and, and, and that's okay. And especially if your team's in a good spot and a couple of your stars have had not put up big numbers, you really feel good about where you're going because you're, you know, you're pretty sure that they're going to put up good numbers. So, um, you know, I, I think I don't worry so much about that. Um, how about if you're handling a, how about if you're handling a Cano right now, who has never had a really well, bad season? That that's a concern of mine just because, you start to think about age when, when you don't hit 
and you're younger a, a lot of times and you have a track record, it's just you're off to a slow start. When you don't hit and you're turning older, there's red flags that go up and there's a lot of buzz. Is he declining? And that's what you have to guard against with your older players that you can't listen to the noise. You got to stay with what you do. Maybe you need a more, a few more days off and, and we will look at that, but you can't, you, you can't let them get caught up in he's declining. And it's possible that he is, but if he gets caught up in that and starts believing that, I think the season can turn into a nightmare. How is Robbie from your vantage point going to handle this? I think Robbie has a strong belief in himself and, and believes that he can hit and, and I'm, I'm a firm believer that guys that get to this level and have put up those kind of numbers don't get there unless they really believe in themselves and what they're doing. Now, he might have to make a few adjustments. You know, and what those adjustments are, I don't know. But if he's getting beat by good fastball, he's going to have to make adjustments. And, um, and what you worry about with older players, are they cheating? You know what I'm saying? Are, yep. they, are they cheating to get to the fastball? Yep. Then they start to look silly on off-speed. Uh, when you have a guy who's played to June and he's had a, he's been a big surprise, a youngster, never done it before. Are you a believer by June or is it too early yet to be a believer? I think it's too early. I, I think it's once teams start seeing him the second, the third, the fourth time that you really become a believer and, and you make sure that he can make adjustments. How about, because, how about Alonzo? Let's use him. Right. 19 homers, 40 RBIs. He's obviously had a great first two months. So what happens when Scherzer's facing three and four times? That, that, that's, that's what's going to tell me, you know, is he, can he make adjustments? And, and Scherzer's really good, and, and maybe that's not a fair comparison. But if, they, you know, if he gets two, 300 bats under his belt, now all of a sudden he's got numbers that you can really look at from an opposing team on how to get him out. Can he shrink those holes? The great hitters shrink the holes over time. Um, you know, I look at David Ortiz. He's a guy that I always point to a lot. He had a big hole inside. Well, it seemed like each year that hole got smaller and smaller and smaller, and the numbers got greater and greater that he put up. So can Alonzo do that? Can, you know, can he stop chasing certain pitches? Can he shorten up those holes um, as pitchers learn where to get him out? How about if you're in a division, Joe, where it's all bunched up, and let's say you're Pittsburgh, you're 28 and 30. And you're only four games out of first place at 28 and 30. What, what are you thinking? Well, you're thinking that you have a chance, and, and you've dealt with a ton of injuries, and eventually you're going to have to get some people back. But I say it's a tough place to be in when you're, when you're a smaller market team because, you know, let's just say it's July 20th, and, and they're like in the same position where all the other teams, and they're within two or three games of a wild card spot. What do you do? I mean, it, it's really tough. Do you feel like they're good enough to win the World Series? Probably not because they don't have enough offense. But, you know, do you try? You, you have fans that, you know, you want to please. You have players that want to go for it. You have coaches that want to go for it. And anything can happen in the playoffs. So I, I think it's a tough spot to be in. And there's three teams ahead of them right now, which probably even makes it tougher. But, I mean, I look at the Mets. They're only four back in the loss column. And they, and they haven't hit. And they haven't played well. If they start, if if they start pitching better, and their bullpen gets more consistent, and they get some offense, and they get some of these guys back, they could be right in the thick of it. You know, does the does the fact that you have a 
situation where you have a American League where you have a Tampa and you know the Red Sox ability, does that cancel out the you know if you're in the National League, you have a chance for a wild card. If you're in in yeah. the American League where you have a Tampa and you know the Red Sox are going to go north. Uh, you know you're going to have to win 90 games to get, you know, most likely. I mean, does that cancel the wild card out for all those other teams? Are they are, are they fooling themselves to even think they're in the mix? Um, no, I, I don't think so. Um, in the American League, I think there's more teams in the mix because I, as as much as I like like the offensive numbers that the Red Sox put up, I'm not crazy about their pitching, and you win with pitching. I, I, I mean, Cleveland has the same record basically Boston does, right. and they have zero—they have zero offense, zero. I, I, you have two guys that are having decent years, Lindor and Santana, and that is it. If you don't have pitching, it's—it's it's really hard to compete. And I, I don't know if I necessarily see the Red Sox pitching getting better because I think there's a, there's a fatigue factor, and as good as their bullpen is pitched, I don't think that. You know, when you're in a race, I don't know if that bullpen's going to hold up because they don't really have a closer. So you think the second, I, you think the second wild card can be in play? I do. I definitely do. And if you're a and, White Sox, you're thinking the same thing because you have some young stars now, like Lucas Geralito and some of these guys, really starting to perform. Yeah, it, it might be pushing it for them, but I wouldn't count out in Oakland, even though I, I, I'm not crazy about their pitching, and I think their bullpen is fatigued already this year. Um. But I mean, I look at Texas. Yeah, Texas is three old. I mean, right, right, right now, Texas is there for the for the wild card. Yeah, they're right there. Right. Yeah. You know, you make a couple additions, and maybe you're in it. You know, so. But I mean, so I what you're saying is you you got to the right. You know, obviously Tampa is way out in front for the first wild card behind the Yankees. You're not going to grant that to the Red Sox. You're going to say to the Red Sox, you got to show us you're going to be that kind of team. Yeah, what if they have a couple injuries? I, I mean, it's going to be difficult. And, and there's nothing that shows me, right, that they're going to take off because I'm concerned about their pitching. What are they, 30 and 29? Yeah. I mean, what, what, what tells you that they're going to go 60 and 40? Well, I mean, you look at that lineup. It's a terrific, you know, it's a terrific Correct. lineup. And, uh, I mean, they have talent. The only question is their bullpen. Right. And their starters have been and they have to score really about six runs a night to make sure that they win on a consistent basis. And that's not always easy to do. Now, in the National League, there are 10 teams within five games of the wild card. And I love it. I think it's great. So are you fooling yourselves or are you thinking you're in that? If you're, if you're Arizona, if you're San Diego, if you're Pittsburgh, if you're those teams, all those different teams, you want to think you're in it? You're in it right now, and, and, and I would continue to play it, you know, like you're, you're playing to be in it. Um, time will tell, I think, over the next six weeks. There's going to be some teams that drop out, I believe, and some teams will separate themselves. But, I mean, when you look at, like, the 60-game mark, there's a lot of teams that are within two or three games of 500 in all of baseball. There's about 12 in all of baseball. So there is, you know, some, there is some balance. In baseball, right, you have really good teams, you have a bunch of really mediocre teams, a big middle class, and then you have a fairly large lower class. But what says that you're not in it? Um, because they're going to be, you know, it really comes down to a lot of it is 
what you do head-to-head against the other teams because I think a lot of teams are going to beat up on the lesser teams. They're just, they're just going to do it. So what do you do when you get, you know, Tampa versus Boston or you get the Cubs versus the Cardinals, the Cardinals versus Pittsburgh, um, Arizona versus the Cardinals? That's what's going to determine to me who's in the playoffs. What What is the more – we're talking with Joe Girardi, of course. What is the more telling point for you going forward from where you are right now? Is it the halfway point or is it the 100-game mark? Um, I think it will end up being the 100-game mark. And that will be sometime, you know, right after the All-Star break, and, and teams are going to have to make a decision. I'm not a fan of the one trading deadline. I'm not. Because I think – I actually think it hurts the smaller markets. And when you were looking for competitive balance, if all of a sudden you're in it July 30th and you make a couple moves and then you fall out of it by August 20th, they're stuck. You know, they, they're, they're stuck. They can't improve their team for next year because they're not necessarily allowed to move people. So I am not a fan of it. Um, there's some bad teams. I mean, look at oh. Toronto. I mean, Toronto's Toronto's lost six straight, nine of ten. They're 17 games under 500. They've lost 38 yeah. games already this year. Yeah, and, you know, when you look at their rotation, there's a lot of names that you never heard of. And there's guys in the bullpen. That you, they have a lot of young players up, and they're going to take they're going to take their beating. Um, and, and there's some talent there. There is some talent, but they don't score enough runs. And I, their pitching staff isn't deep enough, so it's a, it's a rebuild. They started it, and I, you know if I'm the Yankees, I'm happy in a sense that we really haven't played them yet a whole lot because I got to believe a couple of those starters are going to be traded, and they're even going to be lesser of a team. And you got a lot of games left with them, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Yanks have exhausted a lot of their Oriole games, and the Orioles this year. I mean, they're going to go through another. They're eighteen and forty-one. They're going to go through another, you know, hundred and you know, ten loss season or something like that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to be around the fifty to fifty-five wins, 50 to 52 right? Win mark. Yeah, right. That's yeah. it. That's it. And Toronto may end up there. Um, That's lower than it used to be, Joe. You didn't used to see teams that lost more than six. You you didn't often see teams losing the 50s, uh, winning the 50s. They usually found a way to win 60. Right. And it's it's really disappointing. It's it's hard to watch. Um, You know, when you you compare some of the teams, like who could start on, you know, the opposite team, a lot of times with these teams that are losing target, not very many people could even be on a, a Yankee team or, or some of these other teams. And it, it, it's hard. And I feel for the fans in those cities, it's a rebuild, but they got to be patient and um, understand that hopefully it'll give them a run for a while. I tell you, the Dodgers look to me to be a lot better than anybody in the National League. Yeah, I just think offensively, they're so balanced and so gifted. And, and defensively, I, I mean, Justin Turner can sit down for four days and you slide someone over to play third base, and you slide someone in, and you don't lose anything. You know, if I had concerns about the Dodgers, I have concerns about their bullpen. I I, I am not crazy about that bullpen. I think they could use a Kimbrel, and I know Kenley Jansen isn't excited about having him closed, but if it's me and he's going to help us get over that hump, I'm saying bring him on. I'll do whatever you want me to do. When you, know, you when you have a bullpen go bad, like the Met bullpen's gone bad this year, 
is it enough to change roles, or do you want to see new faces? Do you want to see guys, even if they're minor league guys, to see how they throw? Or do you want to see new faces, or do you just want to try to maybe change the roles on guys? I think you change the roles a little bit. Like, I, I, I look at familiar, right? I catch familiar some nights, and he's untouchable. Untouchable. And then there are other nights that he scuffles. And, and even though he's done it in the past, the past numbers tell you he's okay – he may be a guy that you can't sit him down and bring him back out again. I think that might be a case. They might that that might, that might be what they need to learn about him. Even though over his career he was a guy that you could do that and it wasn't a problem. Maybe he's getting to that point in his career that he's he's not capable of doing that anymore. And that, and those are decisions that you have to make. I think they have pretty good arms. I think they've kind of fallen in a rut. I think there's talent in that bullpen. Yeah, I mean, that bullpen has killed them. I mean, they lost games to the Dodgers with an 8-3 lead. They lost games to the, to the Diamondbacks with a 5-1 lead. You can't lose those games. No, you can't. And they had a, a tough road trip because, I mean, realistically, they could have been 3-4, and 4-3, four, four and, and they end up, you know, 2-5. And, and they gave away two games where they had huge leads. Huge yeah. leads. I mean, it can't they happen. You can't yeah. do that. No. And they're hard to cover from. So now they're And um, I'm not sure. Are they playing Miami tonight? Oh, no, the Mets tonight are home against the uh, Giants. Okay, they have to take advantage of that. And then they have Colorado coming yes. in, who's playing extremely well. Yeah, Colorado's been red hot now all of a sudden, yeah. And they're swinging the bats like you you can't imagine. Arenado's hitting like 700 for the month of May, and he's continuing in the month of June. So um, they got to make sure they, they win this series against San Francisco because the next series is going to be tough. It is, but Colorado's not the same team still on the road. They're even still on the, on the 500 on the road. They're, they're, that's, it's hard. Yeah. They're not the same team there. But, you know, no one's going to catch the Dodgers. The Do- yeah, you got the Dodgers with a nine-game lead. you got Houston with a nine-game lead. You have uh, uh, your, your Minnesota Twins with an 11-and-a-half-game lead. I mean, those are big leads now. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't think that's good for baseball. I don't. Um, you know, I don't see anyone really competing in the American League Central. I don't see anyone catching the Dodgers. Um, what do you do if you're the think... Indians? Do you stay in it and try and go wild no. card, or do you break it down? I break it down. I, I think, I think they because you look at them offensively. I mean, how many legitimate bats do, right now do they have in their lineup? They have some young kids around, but I, I think, I think their window has shut. Right. And I think they have to start to, to rebuild. And I've always said that smaller market teams' windows are shorter because they can't afford everyone. And they're talking about not bringing back Lindor. You know, so now, now where are they? So to me, I think it's the time maybe where they have to think about flipping some pieces and rebuilding. Is that a hard thing to do to know when it's time to shut your window, when you've been real close and you've been there? I mean, that's got to be a hard thing to decide when you want to shut the window, right? Oh, I think it's really hard. I mean, they were game seven of the World Series a couple of years ago. So I think it's really, really difficult. But I think I think there's some teams that have to do it. And, again, it's not great for baseball, but I think it gives that organization the best chance to win a, a World Series in the future. You know, people say you want it to be competitive. Well, clubs want to win World Series. So what gives them the quickest chance to win a World Series? And I think it's breaking it down. If you were if you were the Yankees, is there one of these big pitchers you like better than the others? Keuchel, uh, Scherzer, Bumgarner, as far as the Yankees go? Oh, I, I like Scherzer. You know, I think that he still is. 
I think I still think he's a dominant pitcher. I think he's got that attitude that you're looking for. And Madison is really good as well, and he's had so much success in the playoffs. But I think I would lean towards Scherzer because of what he's done the last couple of years. Thanks, Joe, very much. We'll talk next week. Appreciate it. Have a great night, Mike. Thank you, Joe. Joe Girardi, back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.